0: Welcome back. This is Victor. Um, Today I want to talk about the idea of spiritual growth through relationships. Um, Specifically from my lens, the way I see it through my lens as an astrologer. Because when I do astrology readings, I think one of the most interesting things is how people use the information I'm giving them. Because when a lot of people do astrology or any, any more sort of occult or spiritual thing, there's a number of different ways that people approach it from. One is through sort of looking for something novel, the novelty factor of sort of getting your astrology done or learning meditation or doing a tarot reading or whatever it is. A lot of people do it just because they want to sort of check it out and see if it's real or not, and that's fine. But, of course, it's not the the best way to use it. And then some people, they come and they get a reading and they get insights into what they need to do to grow or to be a better person. But then they run into the question of, do I really want to do the work? Do I want to do the legwork? Because just like anything else in life, I think a real good astrologer will give you stuff to work on. Um, Because that's the real strength of astrology is that it gives us it's, it's a psychological profile. And I think more than predictive astrology, which is, I think, dubious at best, astrology really is useful when it helps us to pick apart our own psychology or our emotional profile and to say, okay, this is why things are the way they are. Maybe things happened in your past concerning your mother or your father or your partner or whatever it is. Because with astrology, we can see the tendencies to have difficulties in certain aspects of your life and then from there to say and this is what you need to do to work on it instead of saying okay run away you're having a problem with so and so you're having a problem with this area of your life just don't go into it no astrology says you can go into it but you need to manage it you need to do it on your own terms and in in the sense that you need to find a way that is productive because when we're dealing with the most difficult aspects of our life there's a lot of unproductive ways to face it and deal with it as well Ways that will just take us down into a negative spiral of anger or grief or sadness, whatever it is. And yeah, to really process our stuff, those things need to come up. But we need to manage it. Um, Just like if you're wanting to, I don't know, clean your yard, you're not just going to set fire to all the junk in your yard. You're not just going to put a pile of garbage in your backyard and light it on fire, because that could set fire to your house, too. So, and and that's an example of sort of dealing with your stuff in a negative way, in a, stu- in a way that takes you fa- farther backwards and to a point farther backwards than you were when you started before you even dealt with it. So with astrology and with any sort of counseling, it's about finding ways to deal with it that are going to move you forward. And usually that's going to be sort of one step at a time. It's not like the burn all the junk in your yard approach. It's, okay, we're going to take one piece of the garbage that's in your yard, find, either sell it on Craigslist, take it to, you know, a charity, like a Goodwill store, whatever, like to to get rid of it in a productive way and in a way that you can manage. You know, take one trip at a time. Take one trip a week for a year, and then maybe your yard's going to look good. But there's there's a way where it's manageable, and it's positive and productive. And not only are you making your yard look better, hopefully you're helping people out in the process. And so my experience with astrology is you often find people who know what they need to do, or maybe they are aware of it once you tell them. They understand the problem. They understand how they can work on it. They get it. They're not resisting it. They're accepting where they are. They're accepting that there's a solution, and maybe they have a couple good ideas of how to move forward. But also, a lot of times, they don't do it. And so that's frustrating as an astrologer because you you go through this process, which can be, you're sort of going through this painful experience with them a lot of times, trying to find a way forward, and then they don't take your advice, or they don't actually put into motion what you think they should. And that can be frustrating. And a lot of times people do, but a lot of times they don't. And that's a little bit disheartening for me as an astrologer. And one of the things I've realized is that relationships, even though a lot of times they're abused and a lot of times they don't help us spiritually or psychologically, a lot of times they do. And when people, when two people in a relationship and they're both committed to working on themselves, even if it's ugly, even if it's messy, even if they're not anywhere where they want to be, even if they're a long ways from the finish line, let's say, or they're a long ways from being somewhere where they would be happy with, like, this is a successful place, this is a successful relationship. If they're willing to work on it, it's an incredible thing. And it's an incredible tool for your progress because every day when you see that person, you're forced to work on yourself if you choose to do the work. But you're always given a motivation to improve yourself because the other person triggers you. The other person brings out the parts in you that are not good, And they also bring out the parts in you that are good. So if you're committed to working on yourself, relationships can be one of the most powerful tools to do it. I mean, the other path is to say, okay, I'm going to meditate a lot. I'm going to clean up my lifestyle. I'm going to do all these things. And I think cleaning up our lifestyle with regards to especially how we're eating, how we're using drugs and alcohol is always a positive. And dedicating ourselves to meditating or praying at least somewhat, is really positive. But even if we're not, this is what I'm coming to see, is that even if we're not, because a lot of people don't manage to get that going. And in an, an ideal world, like I said, yeah, we will. We will get that part of our life going. But what I'm seeing is that even the people who don't do that, even the people that can't muster the momentum to, to get that part of their life going, the sort of meditative part of their life, they have a lot of motivation to work on themselves through their relationship because they're very committed in a lot of cases to being with the person they love or the person they really care about. And so through that deep humanity, we find in a lot of couples, and this isn't just a few, I mean, yeah, there's a few people. There's some people that are really dedicated to meditation, and that's great. And and I'm one of them. I really believe in meditation but there's a lot more people that are committed to their partner and committed to making it work with their partner and and as an astrologer as as anyone you can take that desire that devotion to the partner and turn it into a really spiritual thing you can turn it into a glue or an engine for spiritual transformation like a lot not a lot of people have that burning desire or that willpower to go submit themselves to the discipline of daily meditation But a lot of people, they find it very natural to love their partner. And this is another path of sort of devotion. In the yogic tradition in India, one of the four main paths of spiritual evolution is the path of devotion. And a lot of times in India, that's depicted as sort of chanting or praying to God. But I would also include relationships as the path of devotion or the path of love. Because through our love for our partner, we're motivated to be the best person we can be because we don't want to hurt them. And we don't want them to hurt us. And so we also are we want to help them with their process of transformation because we want to be free of the pain that they can also cause us. So it goes both ways. Now in in a sort of darker manifestation of relationships, it's the opposite because people can't get out of their dark cycles, they just end up trying to hurt the other person as much as they can. And we see a lot of that too. But let's focus on the other side because there's a lot, a lot of really good relationships out there too. And millions and millions of them. I don't know what the percentage is, but I know there's a lot. And so as an astrologer, what I find fascinating is the insight that I can give into a couple in how to work through their difficult lessons. Because the beauty of astrology is that it gives you this, this sort of impartial and detached, emotionally uninvolved perspective into the dynamic the psychological and emotional dynamic between two people and you can see how all the different facets of the relationship fit into it whether it's emotional sexual financial like all of the main aspects of relationship it's like you can sort of see how those pieces are trying to work together and in any relationship there's parts of that that don't really fit perfectly and those are the parts of us that we have to work on and that's the the Sort of basis of a great relationship is that you can learn from the other person, and that they they push you to be better. You know, we we it's almost like we want someone that pushes our buttons a little bit because that's how we're gonna push, get pushed to be the best version of ourselves. I don't know if anyone who's with someone who doesn't push their buttons at all. I'm sure maybe it does exist, in some relationships. But for the most part, we're all with someone who. We really love and who we want to make it work with, and who we get tested with from time to time. And so, with astrology, it's like, and so anyone, anyone, even without astrology, can use that as as a mechanism and an engine for their own transformation. But I think with astrology, it's a great way to maximize your potential for transformation and evolution in a relationship because when you get that that third party advice you're not talking to your mother, you're not talking to your in-laws, you're not talking to your best friend who loves you more than he loves your, your partner and who who cares for you more. You're talking to someone who probably doesn't know either of you and really doesn't have any dog in the fight. So, you know, when, when you can get into a situation like that, the advice that you're getting is more easy to digest because you're not going to resist it to say, oh, he's my partner's friend or, oh, He's my partner's father or whatever it is. It's like, no, this is someone I don't even know. This is someone my friend referred me to. And so you get that reading with them with your partner. And all of a sudden you can get clarity into, okay, they can say, yeah, your partner is going to trigger you in this way. Your partner is going to make you feel insecure in that way. But this is why. This is why it's happening. And this is where it's trying to get you to go. And when you do get triggered, you know, you can do X, Y, and Z in order to manage it and get the most out of it. And so for me, with my astrology practice, it's one of the things that I'm starting to embrace more and more is relationship astrology, because that's where I know people are probably going to take the advice I'm telling them and use it every day in order to improve themselves and to improve their relationship. And if you work on improving your relationship, you're inevitably working on improving yourself. So I just wanted to weigh in on that. I get really passionate about people sort of taking tools and evolving, whether it's meditation or whatnot. And recently, I've been meditating a lot on how relationships is a really powerful engine for that, even for people who are, are not meditating um, and for people who are meditating even more so. So thanks for stopping by. And um, I hope that gave you some clarity and insights. And we'll see you again soon.